Mike, turn your games down. Hi, but welcome to another comic episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who's who's an owl with me tonight? God. <laughs> I I object to that intro. <laughs> I object on personal and professional reasons. It's not changing, by the way. It is what it is now. It's yeah, I, I know. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm happy about it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is the worst one I've ever done. I think so far. Awful, honestly. <laughs> Owl's not a term that is like bad or something, right? It, I'm just. I didn't say something terrible that I didn't mean to. No, no. Oh, okay. is old hell. <laughs> they <laughs> are want to start usually at but... 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about who are the bats with me tonight? Oh my god, that's not it's not ending. It's not stopping. <laughs> okay, last one. Who read the Court of Owls with me today? Uh this is your favorite uh not wearing hockey pads Batman guy, Kenneth Sanity, once again returning for yet another Batman episode. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh hi, I'm Nick. I'm the resident fucking dc comic nerd from a fun little podcast called you hate to see it where all we do is talk random shit and drink like idiots there's also a crime podcast with that where again we just talk about crime and drink heavily really it's about the drinking that's really the nuts and bolts of it <laughs> which i have been on a few times or twice and it's always great to have you <laughs> I usually don't end up drinking, though, but that's because I can't half the time because I'm always driving. But that's neither here nor there. All right. And both of you welcome. Uh, this episode has been a year and a half in the making because, as I, I haven't said this in a long time, I had about 12 episodes that I lost due to reasons. And this is one of the lost episodes that I lost the recording of. I've been meaning to redo this since I lost it. And that was back in like June of 2020. And I'm finally now re-recording it. In October of 2021. <laughs> so we are here to bring you the store, the Batman Court of Owls. So the new 52, the and the whatever the second little part of it is called. I also my brain's not thinking Night of the Owls. That came out in God, what year was this? 2011. Okay, that was so. when New 52 first started. After oh, yeah. fucking Flashpoint, still angry about Flashpoint. Eh, is it though? Is it? I read it once. I really liked it. I watched the movie. I really liked the movie. So I'm going to go with yes. All right. <laughs> it's been a while. So for about five years, I had this undeserving hatred of all New 52. Like, God, New 52 sucks. Mainly because they put Superman and Wonder Woman together. And that made me angry. That made young high school Nick angry. And now that I've actually read a bunch of New 52, like I've also read Batman Eternal. New 52 is actually really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it is. I really like New 52. Like their their back all run was amazing. I have not read that, but now you have me you have me interested it, now. It, reading that. It's actually really good. Well, the first half of them they changed the art style to something really weird, and I just didn't like that. I'll fall off into when you change the art from I get used to a certain artist. I yeah, I like the, the original artist for like the first twenty five issues was amazing, and then they made it kind of more cartoony, and I'm like, all right, I'm out. I have a hard time with that with comics. So, uh, Kenneth, this is actually the first episode you recorded with us that never got released. Oh my god, really? It was Court of Owls, yeah, back in early 2020. That was the first one you came on. I've only been doing this for like a year. It seems like so much shorter, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, you, it, the first one started in was in March. We recorded this. It was early COVID we recorded this because you were available because everybody was available during early COVID. And then you it know. was supposed to get released in July, but then 
I lost the recordings and then I just never, I've been meaning to get back to this one and get back to it and get back to it. And that changes today. It's funny because probably between then and now, I think I've read this three times <laughs> in I addition re- to the first time that I read it for the podcast. I've only read it. I read it three times altogether. I read it once when I was just reading all of the Batman comics at one point and I was trying to read all of new 52. I didn't finish it, but <laughs> I, I tried that with rebirth. It just does not happen. <laughs> oh, I did. It was rebirth too. I got to like whenever the hell the Catwoman stuff, when he doesn't marry her a little bit after that, then I, oh, that's, when it, that's when it gets so good. That city of Bane. That's like literally probably the best. No, I know it, it was in- great. It wasn't that I stopped reading it. I just fell off it for the moment. And then I, I can't read comics if it's not. I can't do things if not for a podcast. I've, unfortunately, I suffer that uh, disease. I found out, or anything I do, I want to blab my mouth about it. And if I can't, I feel sad. So I, yeah, I just sit there silently and angry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do want to read more New Fifty Two. I just, but that's partly because the last time I was reading, I was at work at a really small store, chilling and doing nothing because there were no customers, and I read Batman all day. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, now you have to work. Oh. No. I, uh, not really. <laughs> and not like, actually, the job I have now is easier than the job I used to have. It's just different, but that's all their story. <laughs> I, I love my current <laughs> job a lot. So we're going to be talking about Batman Court of Owls. Um, so I, this is this story. I still love this first issue of New Fifty Two. Just the way it starts off, like you, you get a couple, pa- you get a page of them kind of just talking about Gotham and how Gotham is cursed and damned, and then it shows these criminals from Arkham and it, it kind of, you know, like it, it's establishing very quickly that Batman's been Batman for a while. He's fought a lot of his foes. And even and again, this picture, I recognize some of them, but not all of them. Mr. Mm, Freeze pig. I don't know. Pig. Scarecrow. He's a serial killer. Like fucking reduce faces. You got Clayface in the back. I don't know who that guy in pink is. You got two face. That's the Riddler. Yep. Killer Croc. I don't know who that is. With the mask or the skull face, I think that's Jeremiah Arkham. Could be. That or like maybe Zaz. I mean, Zaz is possible. Could be, but I don't see any hash marks on him. Yeah. I don't know. But it's it's a cool little seat. It's a cool like picture. And the way that this starts, you have Batman just fighting a bunch of villains in Arkham. And, you know, he's just taking every. A black mask is one of those guys. He punches him okay, so black mass. Yeah, so that's got to be Jeremiah Arkham then. Okay. Yeah. That means nothing to me, but okay. I actually don't know the most about Jeremiah Arkham. There's like three Jeremiah Arkhams, so it's really annoying. I don't even know the <laughs> one from Arkham Asylum, and I know that's not the same guy, so. Yeah, it's really <laughs> annoying. He took over Black Mass after uh, What's His Bucket Sionis. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just a very cool way to like to to start this too because that's kind of what it what it's doing. You know, the new fifty two is they were starting a brand new run of comics and a reboot of the entire series, so that was the whole point of it. And like you see him fighting some big sumo wrestler guy, which I don't know who he is. I don't recognize him either. But who's that reading in the cell, Mike? I don't know. You don't recognize the face, Alberto Falcone, Mike? All that. Oh. <laughs> For Long Halloween. All right. All right. That's cool. No, I did not. All right. Damn it. Come on. I also Long Halloween so good. That's also a god. You see him teaming up with the Joker, but the Joker looks like really off. And I really didn't like the drawing of the Joker, but you find out very quickly that when Joker starts helping him fight, that's not actually the Joker. I think by off you mean awesome. I don't like the way he looks. (laughs) It, 
it well just because I also have read when I read this I had already read other Batman New Fifty Two books so he doesn't get anything what the Joker does in the New Fifty Two. Yeah, he doesn't have the look of like Death of the Family or Death yeah, of the Family because so, I had, I had read yeah. Death of the Family first I think and I read this later. I also did that. So which kind of this Joker to... reminds me of the Joker from the graphic novel Arkham Asylum, the one that Dave McKean did. Oh, the one that you want me to read? Yes. The one I keep trying to get you to put on the show. It might happen. <laughs> I do need more stuff. It's, I mean, it's a cool design. It just throws me off because it's different than what I see later. I think if I hadn't read that and I just saw this first, I'd be okay with it. But the idea that you see Joker fighting with Batman, which is, again, confusing all the villains because he's just, there was supposed to be a breakout happening. But then you find out a little bit later, it's actually Nightwing was in disguise as a Joker in Arkham as a plant to help him with, he knew a breakout was coming. Oh, there's Zaz. Oh, Zaz is in this too? Yeah. Oh, the guy with all the hash marks. Yep, there's Zaz. He's yep. bald. Hey, what's up, buddy? I actually never knew who Zaz was to Arkham Asylum. I, so I'm, I'm going to go on like a fucking 30 second rant about Zaz. I fucking hate how all Zaz is in every form of media is just, he's the hitman fucking bodyguard sidekick henchman. Zaz is such a great character that deserves to be in the front and never is. <laughs> I would like to see him in a seven style Batman movie. That would be probably one of the greatest things ever. Like that, a, that would be a good use of him. <laughs> yeah. And also in the story, they do a good job of like the way that Bruce Wayne and Batman, how they, you know, have both characters in here. Cause they are two different characters in my opinion, most of the time. And like you have the, you have, I know you must, I know you love the scene, Kenneth, where you get to see all the Robins standing there. You have your favorite Robin, Damian Wayne. Fucking punk. <laughs> but I like how it introduces, like, again, because the whole point of this book is to introduce the fact that this is a reboot, but these are all the characters that are still here. You have Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, Damian Wayne. Like, it, it introduces everyone. Like, okay, here's all the different Robins that are here. Where's Jason Todd? Uh, he's currently in, like, fucking Tahiti with the Outlaws, I think. Yeah, I know. It's fucking, you know, because he uh, doesn't get brought back into the fold until the fucking rebirth. <laughs> and then this is also oh, when you Jason see Todd. like Bruce Wayne tells him his whole plan to rebuild the city and to build these giant size skyscrapers. And this, I think this is when he also, yeah, this is when he meets Lincoln Marsh, March, which is a guy running for mayor. Like, I, I like this. I like seeing Bruce Wayne being Bruce Wayne and talk about he wants to improve the city and use his wealth for other than just make himself a crime fighter. I like that. Yeah, and it's good to see Vicky Vale show up again, too. Yeah, I like that character <laughs> a lot. Good old Vicky Vale. <laughs> She's in the Arkham games, too. She's in the 1989 Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big fan of that movie. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. It's decent. It's, it's fine. I like Michael Keaton as Batman. Anyway, back to the book. Well, we do see Batman kind of hobnobbing at his own party. He's got his special contact lens, which is hooked up in the bat computer. So he has fake sort of recognition because even when he's Bruce Wayne, he's still kind of busy being Batman. I'm a firm believer in the fact that Bruce, that Batman is the main character and Bruce Wayne is the disguise. I'm a firm believer in this. You know what? That's fair. Yeah, it's I can. Very I can fair. Because like you'll you'll have like scenes where it's like, Wonder Woman with the lasso of truth. And she's like, who are you? And he goes, I'm Batman. <laughs> His primary personality is Batman. Bruce Wayne is the cover. Yeah, yeah I can, that's I can, fair. Especially in this era, I feel too. Mm-hmm. In the new 52. I, I think the argument could be made that like in the older, like more silver age comics, Batman, like Bruce Wayne was the main character. 
now it's been it's been this way for the past 20 years batman is the primary personality yeah I can it's, do it. it's an interesting take on the character i mean it kind of not quite grim dark but pretty damn close like you've you know, devoted yourself to crime fighting so much that you've become this crime fighting monster that has overpowered your main personality in a sense, kind of turning him into the flip side of the coin of all the other people that he's fighting. But new 52 seemed to really embrace that. And just to steal a thing from the Joker really kind of made Batman one bad day away from being like his villains. And you see that in later runs. (laughs) <laughs> Batman who laughs. <laughs> oh, I need to read that. But Batman, and then the that is so good. The detective part, like this and everything is is so good about the issue. It doesn't take very long where you find a John Doe who has been murdered, but murdered in such a weird way where he was threw a bunch of little like throwing stars. Well not throwing stars, but little knives at him and missing all the you know, all your organs that matter, so the guy would suffer and stay alive. And I thought that was like cool because they don't explain it. Like you just he sees this guy, his little Owl marks, knives all in him all over. He wrote a note in blood on the wall or in some kind of material on the wall. Linseed oil. Yes. So that way, if you burn it, it would leave a message saying Bruce Wayne will die tomorrow because this guy uh, knew what was going on. Like that I could have done without. But I don't know. I, I love Detective Batman. I've I've said it before. Detective Batman is my favorite Batman. Like oh, when yeah. he's actually being a detective. Yeah. And this just kind of reminded me of The Crow. Y'all remember that movie? Never I, this is the third time this week that movie has come up. <laughs> and no, I have never seen it. <laughs> it's still really good. Like, it, it's a very cool crime scene. And it also, like, it's a very good job of setting up the story. And they, I think they start talking about the Court of Owls a little bit here, about how it was a, a nursery rhyme or something told to people. And it wasn't real. And then the guy has, under his fingernail, he has the grace and skin. Which, again, adds, you know, the mystery to make you buy comic number two. And keep reading. Yep, and it worked. I regret that I never bought these. I actually have had the chance at half price books to buy these a long time ago, and I wasn't collecting DC at the time, and I did not buy them, and I regret it because they are good issues, and they're I would like to have first appearances. I would one hundred percent do that if I already didn't collect so much. <laughs> I don't collect comics really much anymore, but and then the second issue. I like the way it starts, where you see this. T- they talk about the original Wayne Tower, and he talks about the gargoyles. How if you came from this side, you would see this. You came from this way, and it, it, it has these couple scenes talking about that. And all of a sudden, the next scene you see is Bruce Wayne getting thrown out the window. <laughs> you want to start your issue starts, off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every Batman issue should really just start with this. <laughs> it's so good, though. Like it's, it's. I mean, and then it, it, it has that, and then it goes twenty four hours earlier and does that whole kind of thing where it shows Batman stopping people in a helicopter that are trying to kidnap women, it looks like. And it's cool because he's like, Alfred, like, you're going to be late. And he's like, eh, I'll be there in time. And he just breaks through the helicopter, takes off the guys, and then gets Scott to the Snyder autopsy. Scott really likes doing the 24 hours earlier thing. <laughs> he really likes doing that. Well, you, a good story, like, starting a story in media res is always going to be, you know, just a tropiest trope of all time. But in comic books, it works better than it does in movies, television shows, in my opinion. I agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Good old 24 hours earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not always the biggest fan of it, but it works in this case. Like most things in this book, I in this series work, at least in the beginning of what we're talking about. I also like with the autopsy when they talk about, you know, more about what happened to the guy and how, how he died and how like, you know, it was assassinating things. And I think this is when you start 
getting more about the Court of Owls. I think they start, they, cause they slowly throughout the beginning, oh, his tooth. In his tooth, they find the emblem of the Court of Owls inside one of his teeth. His molar is hidden or something like that. Yep, and it's an Athenian owl. Back from the oh. times in ancient Greece. Nerds. <laughs> it's also hey, amusing because Greece is yep, cool. Is this, isn't this guy related to Dick Grayson too, if I remember correctly? Like a long, uh, not this ancestor. One. Oh, not, not this, one? this one. Okay. No, this guy is a trainer. Okay. Uh, that Batman deduces from scar tissue around the ribs and abdomen, callus material on his palms and wrists. So Batman, once again, being the greatest detective in the world. <laughs> That's what I like about Batman too. That he's able to do that type of things and figure it out. And then this is and then it jumps back to Wayne Tower to where we'd first seen him and he's meeting with and Bruce Wayne is meeting with Lincoln March again, talking about how he's running for mayor and how he's gonna help him and that he and he makes a comment about a heart shaped necklace or pen no pendant or pin, which doesn't mean anything at this moment, but it, this is when he first says it back in issue two, which does not come back to play to like issue twelve or eleven. So that has been pointed out. And this is Fantastic. when you see, <laughs> it is. This is when you see your first talent, which I actually really like these talents. I think they're very cool characters. Okay, now I'm not here to start speculation, but have you all seen Robert Pattinson's new Batman getup? I have. Yeah. Sure kind of looks like he's wearing the right hand gauntlet of a talent in some of those promo pictures. I'm just going to throw that out there. All right. So I'll, I'm here for the court of owls to be in every Batman media till from here till the end of time. <laughs> I just feel, I don't, maybe I think too much of Warner brothers. I probably do, but I can't see them including court of owls in their new video game and the new Batman movie at the same time. <laughs> I mean, they could do like a, in the movie, something to hint that it's coming, but that's the most we're going to get. Yeah, because I think this is supposed to be based. The movie's supposed to be based off a of long Halloween, isn't it? No, no, no. Oh. The movie's just an intro, early Bat- Batman Year One type story or Young Batman. Okay, because originally we were gonna do more Batman movies with, with Ben Affleck, but that that ship sailed. So that I still have lie. hope for that ship. I'm still waiting on the pier, hoping that ship comes back. It ain't coming back. I'm. Don't fucking say that to me, okay? I mean, Fuck, Justice I'm still League. Waiting. Justice League sunk that for him too. So I'm waiting. Which is sad because I watched the Snyder cut and I really actually it's dug it a lot more than the theatrical version. The Snyder oh, cut good. is amazing. And the original version, which I didn't, we did an episode on a long ass time ago, film 14, I think it is, with the theatrical cut. And that movie's fucking terrible. I thought it was okay. It wasn't great, but it was. Eh. Yeah, it's, it's missing a lot of stuff that got uh, added that really worked. I, w- I want my Ben Affleck, I want my Argo style Ben Affleck detective comic movie. I I would, I would sell my soul. For, I would sell my soul for that. Like something like with the same like style as Argo, but it's fucking Batman being a detective. I would I would lose my mind <laughs> over that movie. I would have enjoyed uh, a Batman like that. De- you know, they, they set up for a Deathstroke movie. They should. It's too bad we're not going to get that. But maybe someday. I'm still, I'm still waiting on the pier. Yeah, I mean, I, I think <laughs> we'll, we'll get a Batman movie, if, but it won't be. I don't think it'll be Ben Affleck. I think it'll be some other actor. I'm waiting. Okay. So the, the talent shows up. He kicks. He just he kills a couple guards. He stabs Bruce Wayne a bunch in the right spots, but Bruce Wayne keeps fighting him. And it's it's a very cool scene to see your first talent. Who these they're, they're these assassins is all you know that work for the court of owls that doesn't exist. Everybody keeps telling you it's not real. Bruce Wayne knows. He looked for it. Not real. 
And when you see you see him get kicked out the window, but he grabs the, the towel and comes with him for some reason. <laughs> Probably to make sure that he dies. Yeah, because they don't die. So and that's where he makes a comment where the towel says, I, how I love killing Wayne's. And then he, he the, the talent has like a, a parachute thing, but Wayne grabs into a gargoyle that you didn't know was there that he knew was there because it was hidden or something. And and this is when and the talent falls, breaks, hits a car, should be dead. But the body's missing or no, the body's not missing. Never mind. That comes later. They take the body in the ambulance. The body wakes up and kills the driver. <laughs> you know, like you do. <laughs> I remember it's the last time we... I was in an ambulance. It almost happened. <laughs> it was woke we've, up, all had one of, we've all had one of those days. Yeah. Yeah. Mondays. Am I right? <laughs> all right. It, it's good though. <laughs> like, and another thing about this, this comic that I really like too, is that, it also starts telling you more about the story of the Waynes, about how, like, I forget, because it shows in 1922 and talks about one of the, is it Alan? Yeah, Alan Wayne, about how he was Alan going insane, talking about the owls, and then fell down the sewer and died. Which I, is I ways that. to die is just get lost in awful. Sewer. Yeah, especially in the 1920s. Oh, yeah. Drown in the goddamn sewer. Honestly, 1920s sewers might have just been pure alcohol. <laughs> during Prohibition. Oh, might have been okay, then. <laughs> you just you just drank your filthy alcohol water and you're like, okay, yeah. hey, I don't, I'm happy dying like that. Fuck it. And this is another little scene that I'm I'm a fan of because it doesn't have anything. Like he's in the subway, he's beating up a gang, and he's talking about how he's beating up the other gang, trying to find out about how the talent got to the tower. And one of the gangs he he runs into is only in this one issue of this story. I don't know if they come back in later. The Whisper Gang come back in later Batman stories. It's something that Scott Snyder just created for the hell of it. But it's these guys that have like masks that are strapped to their mouth so they can't talk. They have a hole to eat or something, I guess. And when you join the gang, you have to wear a mask for three years. It's it's a cool idea. And it is don't, a cool idea. They don't come back in, in this. But I, I like seeing him fight just regular criminals and being Batman. And then using the dumbest tricks to make them beat themselves. A magnet. Good old magnet. That's why you don't wear metal masks, kids. Or at least don't wear magnetic masks. <laughs> Use aluminum, but be smart. Yeah, yeah aluminum I just like is lighter weight. Train. And then the guy finally talks, but the guy doesn't even know anything, so all that trouble was for nothing. And the guy still doesn't give him any information. But hey, he stuck some gang members to a train, so it's good. <laughs> and then you see him back in the Batcave being Batman, looking up at the... The tap, you know, the the knives that he has from the owls, and I think he talks more about the court of owls and how is this when he starts to talk about how he knows they're not real because he went and searched them, or that later? That's a little bit later, but this is where Alfred starts telling him that Alan Wayne had a particular obsession with owls uh, okay. before he died. <laughs> Foreshadowing, and then you have. Bruce Wayne goes to visit Lincoln March in the hospital, and I think he says something. This is when he kind of start giving him more information. Like he tells him about the orphanage he was from, I think, or something. I, I Lincoln March does a lot of foreshadowing throughout this book, giving Bruce Wayne hints of who he is. Yeah, and like this is he tells Bruce that he was targeted, that there was an owl with a little pile of bones, which we all know is an owl pellet. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he does talk to Bruce about being in an orphanage and how, you know, he's concerned that nobody's watching Bruce if everybody's watching him. But Bruce, <laughs> Bruce is fine. He's, he's right Batman. Back. He knows that, too. Hmm. Spoiler. Yep. 
So, <laughs> Nick, what did you think of the next part, though, with the t- when he goes to the old towers? So, I have a very distinct memory of reading this at 2.30 in the morning <laughs> when I should have been asleep about, I want to say, about two years ago. That's my. That's a very distinct memory in my mind, and I could not put it down. I read it through from here till the end. <laughs> I went to bed at like five. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I I love this. So I'm a I'm a huge. One of the reasons I love DC Comics is that I love getting homages. I like getting. Hey, here's this that applies to something that we've never talked about, but it happened, and that's all this is. <laughs> this is like the history of Gotham that no one has ever talked about. And like the armor, the fucking the picture from the eighteen hundreds. Oh, they all mess. You're just cool as shit for no reason. Like they don't have any right to go that hard, but they do. And it's good. Like I, I really like when you see all these different and you see different pictures from like different years, like eighteen ninety one. And these are all Wayne building. These are all different buildings that the Waynes had built. Mm. And every time they built a building, the Court of Owls took the 13th floor, which is supposed to be an empty because of superstition, and built something inside. The yep. little nest. Which is also cool because that's what owls do. They build nests inside other people's places, apparently. They're bird it's, nests. It's just it's so... The one, so, here I am going to start brown-nosing Scott Snyder again. <laughs> okay, he listens, I'm sure. One of the great things about what he does... Is that he tells a story, he tells his story, but there's also the story that he isn't telling. <laughs> and he's using like, like ne- it's like art, it's like negative spaces to tell a secondary story. And he, that's something he does in a lot of, con- like most of the comics he writes. He's doing that a little bit in um, his current fucking creator issue of Nocturna. Great comic. And it's, yeah, so you see, you see all this, you see the, the, the buildings, you see the weaponry, you see all of this in the 13th buildings, but also like without telling you, it's like he's kind of like also telling you while this is here, this is here everywhere else. Only someone with the influence like build Gotham on such a strong level would be able to do things like this. He's also telling you the secret history of Gotham without telling you the secret history of Gotham. It's very cool. That, and then when you see the, like the last building he goes to is June 2006, you see a photo of a town with a bunch of people wearing Court of Owls masks. And this is when the, they blow up the they blow up the building he's in because there was a tripwire he didn't see. It's good. I, I do really like this issue. The next issue where he talks about the dangers of a tripwire and it's not in the blast, but in the the fear of knowing that your enemy knows the place better than you are. I love these couple lines talking about that as he's running from all the fire. It's just so cool. And the reason. falling owl emblem. It's just, oh, good. Uh, it really is. Scott Snyder can, wrote a, can really write Batman. And the best thing that I love about this is that, yeah, okay, it's New 52. It's a reboot. But the way this is written, you just think, oh, they're just bringing up something that's always been there, but nobody ever wrote a story about. Like, this... This world of the Court of Owls just seems so lived in in its he, first appearance. Yeah, he's does. giving us because, like you said, it is a reboot. He's giving us the origin story without giving us like the whole on crime alley scene. He's giving yeah. that to us. He's spoon feeding it to us, but he's like doing it with like, you know, the little airplane. He's like, here comes the airplane. Here comes your origin story. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, you're thinking, oh, this is something that's nothing to do with that. Here comes the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yep. <laughs> now, I mean, it's mentioned only, a little bit, but I'm, I'm okay with the way they did it in this book. If only Hollywood could get this and stop showing us that fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. Hell, every movie. Just do a Court of the Owls movie and you've done it. <laughs> and they already did. And this is where you see him looking at, he has Alan Wayne's body dug up or found wherever the hell it was. And he's going through looking at all the bones and. I think this yeah, this is when he tells Dick about how when he was a kid after his parents died, we were just talking about like it's a brief way of, of including it into the story where he went hunting for the court of owls and he found this house and he, he was looking for it and he was, you know, searching for clues and he gets trapped inside this attic and was stuck there for a week. Locked in there for over a week, which he should have been dead, but you know, comics. Because you die after what, five days without water? I think it is, or four? Well, he was comatose when they found him. I mean it's not like he was Oh, hello. Hello, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like, okay. He was straight up in a coma. Well, he was pretty close to death then. Yeah. But um, he's telling Dick this because he's like, nope, I know it. I looked for it as a child and I couldn't find it. And Dick's like, you were a kid, Bruce. <laughs> a traumatized kid. Yeah, a traumatized kid. But the underlying statement is, you were a child. You were not a detective. You didn't look very well. It was baby Batman. Let's get that right. Yeah. It was baby Batman. It was baby Batman, but baby Batman doesn't have all the cool stuff that adult Batman has. He doesn't have the training. And... Wasn't it because of something in his in his bones or on his skin, there was some kind of dust or rock that made him realize he had to go down to the sewers? And Alan Wayne's bones, yes. I think it was. Okay, and this is where this is another fucking just awesome scene where he gets beat. He is attacked by a talon that then forces him into a into an underground maze that the Court of Owls had built under the sewers, a giant labyrinth. And when the Court of Owls is welcoming into the labyrinth, you can see when the spotlights on him that the walls are indeed made of marble, which is a metamorphic rock, which is what he found traces of on Alan Wayne's bone. It's it's really cool. Like to, to think they built this giant labyrinth under the sewers of Gotham, just waiting for their enemies to put them in there. If I had that much money, I'd probably do the same. Nah, this is this is a good like beginning to where it it tells you things very easily. Like the back signal, like you make comment. Uh, it's been the back signal been on for a week. You need to turn it off. Batman's been missing for a week. And it shows you how the rest of the team, which I recognize most of these characters, but not all of them. Like they're all looking for Batman. You have Batgirl. You have the Robins, and you have somebody else. You have Catwoman. Someone else I don't recognize, a black Batman. I'm trying to get to where you are. Sorry, I had a freaking do. All right, all right. Where are you? I don't know who that is. We got, oh, that's Nightwing. Batwing. Batwing? Okay. That's that's Luke Fox. Okay. I'm not familiar with that character, unfortunately. I think that's Luke Fox. That's um, Lucas Fox's son. Oh, okay. He's like a Batman. He's like Bat-Iron Man, essentially. That's cool. Oh. In Eternal, he works alongside Spectre, and it's like a huge thing because he's like a sciencey guy, and here he is working with fucking Spectre. Okay, <laughs> he is working with a literal ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so you have that, and then you you kind of start seeing where Batman is going insane as he's been running around this maze for uh, over a week, and he drink and he talks about he drinks this water that he shouldn't drink because he knows it's poison. I'm assuming right. is yes. So actually, th- there's this. Okay, this ties into um, Dark or Dark Knight's metal. Up in this scene, he drinks 
So it basically the thing about metal is like they're putting like the nine metals or like the ten metals. No, it's nine metals into Batman. They're like these mythological metals to like make him the fucking prophet to summon Barbados. That it's really weird. Read it. It's great. I promise you. <laughs> Dark Knight's metal is amazing. But anyway, this scene is where he's ingesting one of those metals. So oh, okay. in Dark Knight's metals, they pull all the way back to 2011 and they go back further. Like he gets stabbed or shot or something. And that's one of the metals. And he's ingesting. I cannot remember which metal, but he's ingesting one of the metals in this scene. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Interesting. And they're tying that into Dark Knight's Metal, which was 2017. Also written by Scott Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is Scott Scott Snyder's finally done with Batman, isn't he? He is current he's not doing anything with DC anymore. He's currently working with Image Comics to do Nocturna, and he's doing a I don't know if it's come out yet, but he's also doing his own IP with Greg Capullo right now. Oh, I don't cool. know. Uh, if that he... has not come out yet. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, but that is I, he hasn't done DC since they finished Batman Who Laughs, which was 2020, early 2020. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know if he's done permanently with Batman. I hope not in DC, but like also he got kind of some pushback. Because, like, he, again, he has these huge ideas that play out in such a long-term format, like, with this scene, and then it plays into metal in 2017. He has these huge <laughs> ideas with that, and then they put him in charge of Justice League, and it's just like, this is a bit too much that you're just trying to fit here. We Like, the people who get it and the people who read everything like it, but, like, the people who aren't, like, who've read everything are like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> so I do hope he comes back, but I, I, he's on like a hiatus from DC right now. I don't, I don't know. Which makes sense. I mean, you know, if you can go to image and you start your own properties, I mean, there's yeah, a lot more. Yeah. And, and then like the Nocturna stuff is amazing. It's great. It, it, it really is. I'm again, I'm really looking forward to what him and Capullo put together by themselves. Two really good. They're they're both amazing. I need to get their signatures on my, uh, one of my comics. Since you mentioned that, I'll I'll tell my story. I actually met Greg Capullo once at a convention. Oh, I got my Death of the Family signed. But Scott Snyder is supposed to be there, but he was there Saturday. He wasn't there Sunday, and I was upset because I wanted to get both of them to sign my book. That's where I'm at. Like I <laughs> I need like I might say I need. I need both of them to sign this book because I also have the comic book shop exclusive poster and I want to turn that into something with the comic. Like I want to frame them both in the same thing with the issue being signed by them and then the poster. That'd be cool. They seem like nice guys too. So you ever run into them at a convention? They're pretty friendly. I I would go. Well, it, the only way I'm going to see 2E2 is if, that, if they go and it hasn't been announced that they're going to them. So this year at least. Okay. And then you you get back, so you have Bruce Wayne running through this maze, which I I find very interesting too. Like when he finds the pictures, they took pictures of everybody, of all their different captives as they go as they as they go insane in this maze. Like I I like that. I thought that was cool. And he keeps breaking the camera and they keep putting it back. <laughs> yeah, this is this whole issue is my style here. Like it's all just one big insane drug trip. <laughs> He is I, slowly but steadily losing his mind. I love how one of the lenses is cracked and you can just see the wild eye. <laughs> oh, God. 
He, he really loses it though. Like you, you have you have the coffins he finds. You have the pages turn in the book where you'd have to flip the book a different way to read some of these pages too. I think maybe not. Maybe I'm just yep. it. It's nope. Okay, it's very cool. And then you like you get you start to hallucinate. Like he thinks the the stern of a ship is an owl and it turned at him, so he breaks it. Like he's just completely losing it. And the water was drug, right? That's what we were saying. Yeah, the wa- it wasn't it wasn't drugged like per se, but it was laced with a very specific metal. Okay, that makes him going insane. Yeah, it, it's I it's think... very cool. And then I, then finally, as he's staring at the pictures and he like won't submit, a talon comes up to him and stabs him through the stomach, which is real. Yeah, because <laughs> they finally had enough. Like, okay, time to execute you. And at the same time, you have that happen. You have the the light burn out the bat signal's been on now it completely just blew up and i i like how you have damian wayne kenneth's favorite robin show up and just he's like you need to fix it now please <laughs> kenneth why do you love damian so much like i'm i'm, I'm I curious just not a fan some everything about him just screams entitled little shithead and i blame rachel ghoul i was gonna say do, do you think it was maybe being raised by the al ghouls oh yeah absolutely they have more money than God, and, you know, they're pretty much control the world face. You know, I get it. I get it. But he's a punk. If it makes you feel any better, my favorite Robin is uh, Jason Todd, and we all know how that went. Yeah. He turned out to be one of the best damn characters. <laughs> really is. Red Hood, Red Hood is legitimately my favorite DC character. So, <laughs> The only person uh, who has portrayed Red Hood in the animated series, I think, so far, the animated world also went on to portray batman so i have yet to see new long halloween i have yet to watch the movies have you read the book (sighs) yes i have okay yeah what what do you take me for an amateur i read it last (laughs) i read it last year when it was gifted to me so (laughs) i read it last year too for a a podcast good book all right and then after he stabs him in the in the stomach this is when you kind of have him you know going you know he gets his ass beat they hit him in the face with a camera but i like this where like he you see all these court of owls, like people above looking at him yet for him, they look like they're actually owls, but it, it like, it cuts it back and forth where you see it. Like they have even have kids up here too, that are, you know, that are part of the court of owls watching Batman suffer. And they tell him to kill him. And I think they just keep beating the talent. keeps beating the shit out of him until finally, is it the part where no, first all the kids come to kill him or something. Well, talent says that Batman's dead come take his bones as yours. And they all come to take, you know, Batman and do whatever they do to people who die in the labyrinth. And then he starts, he sees Alan Wayne just becoming, and he's just seeing this face. He's almost, he looks scared. He's angry. He gets pissed. And then he throws off the owls. And then you have Greg Capullo come in here and do whatever the fuck that image is. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's good enough. You have you have Greg Capullo coming in here and being like, "Hey, I'm still here, guys." And I'll draw a giant Batman. It looks like a Godzilla shaking off a bunch of kids, owl kids. <laughs> well, see, it's actually a metaphor. This is Batman's inner beast again, side taking over. I, again, I cannot <laughs> express how much I love Greg Capullo. Greg Capullo <laughs> cannot let you forget. Greg Capullo is actually illustrating the damn comic. <laughs> <laughs> like, because you have scenes where Batman looks like a feral beast yeah. as he's fighting the Talon, and you have scenes where he's normal to show you he's not a feral beast. He's Batman. He's still normal. 
and it switches from panel to panel, and I really like that. It's and great. Is this where he I blows think... up the talent? No, that's a little bit later. And he fights the talent in a model of the city. Because at some point, I know he blows him up or something. Yeah, he blows up the statue after he beats the shit out of the talent because he took the phosphorus from the cameras they kept replacing. And then, yeah, or something like that. Yep. Potassium chlorate explodes when united or ignited. He blows up a big hole in the floor and falls into a cave. Yeah, but sorry. <laughs> it's not a good it's not his cave. He just falls into he falls no. in the river and he floats away somewhere. And then you see the court of owls are talking about how they kill the talent is dead, but they talk about they can save him, but he'll never recover from the beating he took. Yep. I think they just kill Mentally. him. Mentally. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they so, just, oh, yeah, and this is when they make the comment, we have so many more of them. You find out that every coffin that you saw is a talent earlier. Now it's time to wake them all up. I think that's just about, I think, yeah, that's just about happening, isn't it? Because you have like one, I think you have like a little bit more where he talks about, oh, you have this, you have a, where somebody finds him. Is this a character that is known who pulls him out of the river? It's uh, a girl. That is Harper Rowe, who would later go on to become yes. Bluebird. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Is this her first appearance? Yes, uh, yeah, in the and new then, 52. Yeah. Oh, so she's, okay, she, she's an older character. She becomes Bluebird in Eternals, I think. Okay. That's cool. She's in that Marvel movie. Nothing to my joke? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I choose not to accept. <laughs> and so this and this is where you see how they resurrect a talent who you get this scene where they're, like, they're pumping something into him and he's waking up and you have the Court of Owls there telling him that, you know, he's there to fight for them and you see Batman go when he's all beat up, go to a different like cave entrance to the back cave and Alfred lets him in. I think that's really cool. And he, and he has a talon body, of course, because, you know, why not? They have, you know, Alfred found the talon body when they came out of the, ri- out of the river and he was frozen. They took the body and it's kind of like talks a little bit about you. You see the court of owls setting up another talon, putting the armor on him. And you Bruce Wayne is, you know, trying to become back you know bruce wayne again and talk about how like oh this guy is dead been dead for years oh this is where they say he's a relative of nightwing right yeah okay and he shows him the tooth yeah. and everything is this when he punches no that's later and like they talk about how the, fr- the frozen is what stopped him because of whatever chemicals are in his body if you freeze them he can't regenerate because they heal very quickly this is when he punches nightwing in the face and you find out and he only knocked out the one tooth that nightwing had that had the cap on it you know because you got to punch him to he's do it you He's precision. Okay. That bothered me a little bit. Somehow managed to hit Dick with the one knuckle right in that tooth. So we laugh. (laughs) We laugh at that. This isn't wrong, though, because in City of Bane, Batman's like losing his mind because Bane's like manipulating him. And Tim goes to like stop him and figure out what he's doing. And he kicks the shit out of Tim. And then like, like five issues later, it comes out. Yeah, actually, while he was beating his ass, he was literally communicating. Like, the Bat family has a way to communicate while literally beating on each other. <laughs> All right. Like, he was relaying information to Tim through the medium of kicking his ass. <laughs> hey, buddy, I know it seems like I'm punching you in the kidneys, but it's actually Morse code for help me. That's literally what it was, though. Oh, my God. Like, That's amazing. Where we laugh. That's literally what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I need to read more. <laughs> City of Bane is amazing. I need to read that. I haven't. Ugh. I didn't get that. Far. I almost got there one day. 
and I, I do like the whole reveal that Nightwing was supposed to be a talent. They talk about how they would take carnies at the time and turn them into talons who they would come to, you know, perform for the court. That's what the circus was for. And this is where you then see one of the Court of Olive members release all the talons out on the onto the city of Gotham. You just see a bunch of them just jump off some building and go off to kill people. Which is just that's a great image. It really yeah. Because the way the Court of Owl member is standing, like he's got that very dramatic flair going on, and I could just hear the voice. Now go, go and take Gotham City. <laughs> like that's what it sounded like in my head. Okay. <laughs> but this is where you get the talents that are just attacking every prominent member of Gotham society to well, reassert this is the Court of Owls dominance. We're technically Court of Owls, even though we're concluded all in the one episode. Court of the Owls ends and the Night of the Owls begins. Yeah. So this is like a big yeah. crossover too, right? If I didn't read it, but I know it's a crossover thing. Court of the Owls was specifically Batman. Night of the Owls was the crossover between Nightwing, Batgirl, Detective Comics. And whatever issues they had running at that time. I don't know if Red Hood and the Outlaws were in it or Teen Titans. Okay. Because I know Teen Titans and Red Hood were in Death of the Family. But I think technically Death of the Family was more crossover than Night of the Owls. So. Probably. Death of the Family is a huge fucking crossover. Yeah. So I think I think that was that one had more. But like like I showed you the bad girl comic I have, which is Night of the Owls. Mm. Yes. Uh-oh. And this is where the owls attack Bruce Wayne at his house, and you have like all the talons are breaking in, him fighting them off as Bruce Wayne, and they rush into the cave, and things are just going to hell. And this is really cool to see him like he also crushes somebody with a giant penny for some reason that he has. Yeah, that's like, a two faced thing. Oh, yeah. okay. And it is cool. Like this is where he finds out. You know, you kind of see more of the talons, and he. He talks about how they ha- about the cold, and this is when he locks himself in a freaking like panic room, and he puts on a giant Batman mech armor. This is the Hulkbuster. Okay, <laughs> that's that's an accurate way to put it. And at the same time, that you were I'm sorry, the saying, what Buster? The Hulkbuster. But Hulk's not in this world. Okay, sorry. What the the Solomon Grundy Buster? That doesn't nah. exactly have a good ring to it. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to think of it as the Soups Buster. It was, it was, it was built on a Monday. It's not bright green. He built Fair. the suit. He designed the suit on a Monday. He welded the suit on a Tuesday. <laughs> he painted the suit on a Wednesday. That's all I got. <laughs> no, Fair enough. But, but the nice thing is that this suit that Batman has on now can survive super low temperatures, which is exactly what's going on in the Batcave in an effort to stop the talents from fighting. Oh, Red Hood was in this one. All right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're all good. This is also where it changes art styles for half this book for some reason, and it pains me a lot. Yeah, I don't like this, whatever art style this is. This Not isn't Capullo. That's yeah, that's sure. my problem. Like, this is, well, this is showing part of the crossover where you have the talons are going, as, as Kenneth had mentioned earlier, and killing these different members of the, of society, like, you know, people in charge. And, like, judges, things of that nature. And this is where he ends up taking, tells all the that family of Red Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, Batgirl, Damian Wayne, and is that the Outsiders? Katana? Yeah, yeah, that's Katana. That is... I don't know the other two. Don, I want to say, like, fucking Canary, but I don't know. Okay, but 
he tells them and then they all get and then they all kind of are getting together to fight the, the the owls and this is where it kind of like crosses there's a whole bunch of crossover books that i've never read and don't have any plan to that happened during this time <laughs> time so yeah and then you see the mech is cool like you in the next issue you see him just taking out the talons with the mech but they still are stopping him in the same like they are fucking up his mech at the same time i thought that was cool as hell like that they actually even though this mech is made to fight Maybe it was made to fight Superman. I don't know. It does remind me of Dark Knight Returns, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's 100% a Dark Knight Returns kind of reference thing, but it's still really cool. Like, he's freezing them, and he's taking them out, but they still are fucking up his mech, and then at one point, Alfred's like, let me open the door and let you in. He's like, if you open the door, we're both dead. <laughs> so it's it's good. And why did the dinosaur come to life? Was that remote control or something? Yeah. Yep. That's our stepping on talons. I remember, I see that, and I like how there's one panel where they shove the knife through the visor and you see it like right in front of his eye. <laughs> they almost kill him. Almost. But and, they don't. And earlier he talks about, which I forgot to mention, about how when the Waynes found, built this mansion, or we're going to build this mansion, they found these caves and these caves are full of bats. They brought owls in and the owls killed the bats. But then he makes a comment about how the bats never left. They just went deeper in the caves where the owls couldn't go. And now that it's so cold, the bats come back and all the bats just come out and rushing the talons for some reason. Because bats. <laughs> and you have like one panel of him just standing there. The armor is falling apart or he's taking off the armor, what's left of it. And it's just like he's like freezing to death, essentially, because it's so cold in there at this time. Like, I think it's like negative. I think it's negative something. something. I like negative 50. That's, that's fucking cold. As a guy who used to bike to work every day, you start getting a negative 10, it, it, it hurts. So negative 50 is not comfortable, I'm sure. Not at all. And yet, he still has enough time to smirk like an asshole. Batman. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both said that. Oh, you're not going to smirk? True. I do love I the Batman, talent that gets... Uh, <laughs> I love the talent that gets pancaked by the Batmobile. That makes me happy. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. And he gets the Batmobile, he drives off. So I didn't read this issue, even though I wanted to, but I just didn't do it. Did anybody, do you guys know, because he makes a comment where he's like, first, I'm going to, I have to go, I'm going to help March. And then I'm, well, first I'm going to Arkham Asylum first and says, see, Detective Comics number nine. I did not read that. Mr. Kenneth? Nope. Well, I guess we can't explain it today. That's fine. And this is where he finds Lincoln March is dead, in quotations, and he shoots a talon and then... He gives him a note, which has a couple different names on him of people who might be Court of Owls, I think it what it was. Yeah, tried to f- March tried to follow the donations and to, you know, trace back who the Court of Owls could be. But then he gives the whole Harvey Dent style Gotham can be better speech. Okay. And then dies. Did you read the little like uh, included story in here, too? When it I talks did about two years ago. Okay. I didn't either because I just don't I don't like the art style. The fall of the House of Wayne little story. I Oh, I like I, that story. I don't remember it. You want to talk about it real quick, Kenneth? Since we're there. Well, it's included in the back of my book. So <laughs> on the page, I'm on reading the, the I'm reading the electronic version of the Essential Court of Owls, the DC Essential Edition. So it is included. It's just way in the hell at the back of the book. Oh, okay. Never mind. We, we'll get to it at the end then. We'll bring it up at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, issue 10. I, I don't care for the cover very much where it's just Batman standing there and he has wings and he's holding a mask. But the first page where he talks about he, he went to the most expensive private residence 
in Gotham and he sees this woman who he broke into her, her apartment, destroyed the freaking place. And she's calling security and he's like, they're not coming. <laughs> and he's just standing there and he shows her the mask of someone else's. And he's like, I know who you are, Mrs. Powers. I know what you are. And I really like this, like where he's starting to go at, he's figuring out who the court of owls are and he's trying and he's heading after them. And he gets he's looking for something. He finds out there's a blackout zone and he's sent to the same exact house he went to as a kid. But this time he breaks in, he goes up to the attic and it's not empty. It's all a bunch of the court of owls all sitting there all dead from drinking whatever they were drinking. All poison. Poison. This is really cool. Like he takes off one of the guy's mask and it's just a guy. Like they're not they're not inhuman. They're not. They're just people. They're just rich people who are evil. And the worst part is because they're dead, they've essentially escaped justice. I guess. They're never going to they're never going to really get any comeuppance for what they've done. That's why he's like so angry about it at the end. <laughs> That's why he's so like, That's not this isn't this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted justice. I wanted to beat the shit out of them. I love beating up old people. I'm Batman. (laughs) Fuck the elderly. My parents didn't get to live. Why should they? I'm pretty sure that was a line from one of the Batman movies. I I, I could believe it. No, I I believe it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I can definitely see that happening. There were some bad Batman movies. Pretty bad. And this is where you see him. He's holding two bullets. What were the two bullets that he's holding? I didn't. Those are so. So those are the two shell casings from the gun that killed his parents. Those aren't yep. those aren't bullets. Those are the those shell casings, the things that spring out of the gun when you fire. Yeah, you which think- is weird because they were definitely killed with a revolver. So I don't know why he has those, which <laughs> doesn't do that. He's Batman. Actually, actually, no. What I do know why because there is also a, an issue where he finds the gun that killed his parents and he melts it down and turns it into a protective chest plate. <laughs> He like spends like millions of dollars to find the actual gun and turns it into a protective chest plate for his armor. <sighs> for it would be nice where a million dollars really just felt like they're spending a hundred dollars. Must be God, nice. What a fucking dramatic bitch. I swear <laughs> to God. <It's> great. <laughs> so, and, and here he is. He's playing with the fucking shell casings that killed his parents. It's like God. <laughs> And this is when he starts to kind of put together that Lincoln March wasn't who he thought he was. And he goes to the morgue to find him. And instead, there is no I'm assuming he was looking for Lincoln March. There is no just as a note says, follow me down the rabbit hole. Yep. And this is where he goes to the orphanage then that Lincoln March had mentioned. And he gets caught in a net. (laughs) He shoots a net at him. (laughs) Yeah. And you find out that Lincoln March is a talent. The amount of time that Batman is like taken down by a net you think you would have like anti-net functioning in the suit or something because this is not the first time it's happened but this it's, is where you find out the weirdest thing i don't like this that much where this guy's like tell me who i am you're not lincoln you're tell me who i am like you know he's just screaming at him he's like i'm your brother bruce i'm thomas wayne jr like it, I like his suit. And I like how, I mean, and you are right. Batman is in this net for a long time where this guy has time to put on this entire suit and give a stupid speech. And he puts on like a, a Batman version, an owl version of the Batman suit, I guess. It's just, yeah. it's more, I just, I'd say it's more just heavily armored talent armor. Yeah. Okay. And it has jetpacks or not jetpacks, but hover boots or something. It's Iron Man armor. Yeah, pretty much. It's Everything cool. Like, the bat suit is just Iron Man armor. <laughs> 
it's a cool little last scene where like the last page you see is it says owl to bat and he attacks him brother to brother and the important thing to note here is that he may or may not be thomas wayne jr but he really thinks he is yes i don't think he is personally with the way the story goes i think it's just the court of owls told him the story because they were using him is my opinion but it's I haven't read definitely possible. I haven't read farther into the Batman stuff, so I don't know if he comes back or anything like that. Oh, he comes back. He has okay. to. I figured he did. Plus, the wiki told me he came back somewhere, but it didn't mean anything to I me. I think he comes back in Eternals. Yes, that's what the wiki said, too. Yeah. Which meant nothing to me. It's really good. You should. It's. I highly recommend reading Eternals. Yeah. From what I understand, it's a good Marvel movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am excited. Jokes are on. better when they hit twice. God, why? Who? Why did I agree to this? Because you enjoy because, and you have nothing better to do. And you Just love like Batman. <laughs> I do love Batman. And isn't this your favorite story of all time? Like, or one of them? It's one of them. Yeah, it's def. It's definitely like top three. It deserves it. It's I'd put one. it in my top five. It definitely deserves it. And and as you see Batman just fighting with Lincoln March, that's what I'm going to call him the rest of this. And like, it's a good, like he's just beating the shit out of him. Like that suit is just so heavily powered, and you see it. Like where you know he's Iron Man, and he's just hovering in the air, and he like he throws Batman into a glass building. He throws Batman into a bell, and he's then he's gonna throw Batman into a jet engine. <laughs> My question is, how is he hovering next to a jet engine and not being sucked in himself? Well, you see that his uh, owl pecs are lighting up. I like to believe that there's like mini repulsor technology in his bat tits, and <laughs> he is. Pushing against the force of the jets with them. Okay. I mean, Iron Man can do it. I'm sure he can, too. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. (laughs) Uh, It it is cool. And I like how, like, he's ready for Batman just to go in the engine. And and he finds out that Batman had put a little bomb on his back at some point during the fight. Yep. Just a tiny little bomb. And I guess that's enough to mess up the engine so he's able to climb out of the engine or something, I guess. Yeah, I'm still wondering about that. They don't talk about it, really. Somehow he Maybe flips Scott out of like, the hmm, engine onto the wing. What... Yeah, because you see him climbing out of the engine. You see him on climbing onto the wing, but the ter- whatever the power of the engine wouldn't just go away unless you took down the plane. The plane obviously isn't going down, so I, I don't get it. You guys are asking a ro- lot of questions for a Batman comic. I know we are. <laughs> Look, man, I went to college. I know about critical thinking. (laughs) (laughs) My mentor was actually Socrates. (laughs) Yeah. Good old Socrates. (laughs) And then he he falls down and he talks about how he has some rope that he ends up swinging into. uh, Is this the, uh, the building he was working on? He swings into it to save himself. And this is where then he runs into Lincoln March again, who now is more beat up looking because he just blew him up on near a plane and should have went inside the engine, but didn't somehow. And he ends up slightly more beat up. (laughs) He looks beat up, I think. Like his bat jetpack or his owl jetpack is destroyed, but the rest of his suit looks pretty shiny yet. (laughs) Yeah, he got a little bit of smoke. But I do like that he starts using those explosive uh, sticky bombs that uh, (laughs) Christian Bale used in The Dark Knight. Well, his whole his whole thing here is just I'm we're gonna blow up together. You're gonna die, and I'll come back. I'll come back from the dead. <laughs> That's his whole thing. Oh, and then you get thumbs in the eyes, man. Why do they always do this? I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like eye trauma. <laughs> and then Batman like jumps down an elevator shaft to escape yep. the fire and somehow survives. 
Oh, he's, you can see him grabbing onto the rope, so he's like, or onto the cable, so he's okay. probably trying to slow himself as he falls. And he's pretty beat up when you see him next, because he, he escapes the tower, the whole tower goes down, which is this new tower they were just building for the Gotham initiative that was mentioned in issue one, and then this is where you have Tim Drake talking to Bruce Wayne, and he's telling him about how he looked for the maze, he looked for the, the um, you know, he was looking for the, the Court of Owls, and they're all kind of gone, and they talk about all the old, ta- all the other talons are all put away in a cryo prison under Blackgate because you know why not? It's really good, and it talks about how the how the owls had really fucked with him too, like they got into his brain essentially or into his head, I should say. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a really damn good story. And do you want to mention? And uh, really Kenneth, talk about that little side story thing since we're just about there. So there are two additional side stories included in mine. Uh, first off, there is the call which is the story we were talking about earlier with uh, the art style changing and Alfred trying to get a hold of everybody. Oh, that um, one, just like, oh, that's just like a one, that's like a couple pages. That's a short one, but it's cool. Yeah. And then we have the uh, fall of the House of Wayne, which is um, Jarvis Pennyworth, Alfred's father, writing from Wayne Manor and his own dealings with the Court of Owls. Of course, doesn't end well, never ends well for anybody involved with the Waynes. But this talent looks cool as hell. <laughs> is this a real story or is this just like a ho- someone just telling a, a, a lie? That what my other question was. Yeah, I don't know if this is canon or not. Okay. But, but this would definitely seem to go on and imply that, yes, the Court of Owls was 100% responsible for the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne. <laughs> you also find out that the, the car accident that the, that uh, the younger Wayne may have died in was at the corner of Lincoln and March. <laughs> I do like that. Get it? Yeah, that was no, cool. Actually, can you please explain it more? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's at the corner of Lincoln and March and the character who thought it was Thomas Wayne Jr. was named fake name Lincoln March. So, like, it's a direct nod to. No, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, y'all know. It's kind of funny. I I do like that, and I like how the the whole core of owls. Like, he doesn't really believe that that was his brother Thomas Wayne. He believes that he was somebody who had ended because he mentioned how he ended up in, in the hospital or that place around the same time that Thomas Wayne Jr. in the car accident, and he believes that the the court of owls just used this story to tell this guy to get him to do what they wanted is what he believed, which I like mm-hmm. to believe too. I don't know what the canon story is because I haven't read more, but that's what I believe. Well, because uh, Bruce found the Pennyworth name in the labyrinth. Oh, so, okay. Yep. So Bruce knew that one of the Pennyworths was targeted. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. I are any last things you guys want to say about court of owls before we go on to shelf stacker box? No, I'm good. Okay. It's dope. And th- I think oh, the next appearance oh. of, Yes. No, we do have to touch something on sure, Court please. of Owls. Uh, this was kind of adapted in the DC animated movie. Uh, yeah, uh, Son of Batman. Was it Batman whatever. or Batman versus Robin? Yeah, I think oh. so. Yeah, this is the one where um, you're dealing with that punk <laughs> bastard, Damian Wayne. But you you find I, I, out. I think I watched that yeah. movie, but I don't remember it at all. It's good. I like I like all of them. I like all of the animated movies. I like all the ones I've seen. Uh, okay, I, now I'm I'm gonna have to go watch this again. Then I keep telling you we got to do those. 
it's gonna happen. <laughs> You're done with the MCU. Now it's time to start the good stuff. The DC animated DC universe. DC universe. Yeah. Not yes. the not the not the cinematic DC universe. Nope. Shush. We don't talk about that. That's fucking shit. Hey man. Hey man. Yeah, I do want to do. It. I want to do the DC animated universe. I want to do the Star Wars universe, which wouldn't be hard. And I want to do the X Men movies. So. Okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But there's a good chance that will probably happen. So because I I do want to do it. My plan is start next year. Oh, also, the Court of Owls show up again later on in a story that I am. I want to ask you guys either have read the Robin War. Nope. I've been meaning to read Robin War. I have not gotten to it yet. Okay. I have never read it, but I'm always been curious of it. So that's what I wanted to ask. I, I did just that. buy Dark Knight's Metal, the deluxe edition for issues one through six. Read it. Yep. Do just it. Bought it. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, I think we should go to Shelf Stacker Box. And Kenneth, why don't you go first? I I've read this three times in the last time that we record between last time we tried to do this and now. So, yeah, this is definitely going to be going on the shelf for me. I'm a big fan of this. It is a very comfortable book for me. It's one I like going back to because it's just it's so good. It's so good. So, yeah, shelf it all the way. Okay, I'll go next. This is definitely going the shelf for me. I've read this book now three times twice to record a podcast episode and i i love this story this is I, such a great intro batman story the new 52 to show you what's going on and it's just such a good story too like we have read many batman stories on this podcast many with kenneth and this is this is probably my favorite batman story that we've done i just love this story and i'm so glad we finally got to record it and it's on the shelf and i will be telling people about it, especially when the New game comes out soon. <laughs> what about you, Nick? I literally have a slot reserved on my shelf for this when it comes back from grading. So, <laughs> 100% shelf. <laughs> when I get it back, I literally am going to have it on my shelf. I actually don't Fantastic. own the trade of this for some reason. But I might change that one day. I think because there's two trades, that's why I didn't buy it. So, And yeah, so definitely, yeah, I'm glad we finally covered it. And Nick, where can people find you at? You can find us on You Hate to See It, wherever podcasts are found. Pretty much everything. You can find us on Twitter at Y-O-U-H-8-C-I-T. And yeah, we do a, we release every Monday. Uh, it's either guests or life updates or just shooting the shit and <laughs> drinking heavily. Or yes, we're talking about incredibly depressing stuff. Involving crimes and serial killers and also drinking heavily. <laughs> and if you want to hear more Batman, here's a list of all the Batman stuff that we covered so far since the time of this recording. Batman Haunted Night, Comic 32, Batman Arkham Origins, Episode 139, Batman Massive Phantasm, Film 18, Batman Arkham City DLC, Harley Quinn's Revenge, Mini 13, Batman Arkham City, Episode 118. Batman Arkham City, Comic 24. We talked about the comic before the before the game. Batman the Killing Joke, Comic 22. <laughs> Batman Arkham Asylum, Episode 97. Batman the Long Halloween, Comic 17. Batman Death of the Family, Comic 8. Batman Hush, Comic 3. And Episode 3 was about the Batman Genesis game, based on the movie. God, that's a lot of Batman. And we just keep adding to it, Kenneth. And there's <laughs> so much more. <laughs> oh, I really do love reading Batman comics, though. I really they do. are the best. Every time I go to the comic book shop, the guy's like, so do you read anything other than Batman? I'm like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> Give me my Batman books. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> like, I don't want to be judged here. 
I pay you enough to not be judged. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, I I do miss, sometimes I do miss that. I miss going to comic book stores and buy, I don't really buy comics at all. That's just not my thing. So unfortunately anymore, I used to be really big in the comic, but I fell off of it. So I do not buy comics. But yes, I buy them okay. digitally. I'm lame. Well, hey, at least you're buying them. I I just read them. So you know, you're you're doing it the better way than I am. I just like yeah, to read a lot. That. That's just me. So, and the last thing I think I should say is, if you enjoyed this episode, well, one, check out all the Batman episodes. If you want to find more issue, episodes of Game Five Mom Phone, anywhere you get your podcasters, we have a lot of episodes. We cover the MCU, we cover games, comics, movies. Definitely go check out everything that we've been up to. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You do. We are on YouTube. Only audio, but we're on YouTube. And we also have a Patreon for the little star. You can go vote in our Patreon poll. So definitely go do that. I can't tell you what it's going to be for this month because I don't even know when this is coming out exactly. So, but definitely go check us out. We always have a different poll going on for as little as a dollar. You can go vote in our poll and make me happy. So definitely go do that, please. And I just want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Health Half Fury TikTok. You will see a link in the show notes. So definitely go check her out and follow her TikTok. She makes videos like almost every day, I feel like. So definitely go check her out. And I think that's all that I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. So long. Bye.